And we start with the cost of living in London. A new report on the cost of renting in Canada paints a bleak picture of affordability in most cities in the country, including London, where two full-time minimum wage workers do not earn enough to reasonably afford a one-bedroom apartment. The report, released by the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, calculated a rental wage which is the hourly wage that would be required to afford rent while working a 40-hour week and spending no more than 30% of one's gross income on housing. In all but three cities in the country, all of which are located in Quebec, the one-bedroom rental wage is higher than the minimum wage. In London, the one-bedroom rental wage is $21.90 an hour, while the two-bedroom rental wage is $26.79 an hour. It appears London City politicians are ready to pull the plug on the Thames pool. Members of a city committee voted in favour of decommissioning the pool during a meeting last night. City staff originally recommended decommissioning the Thames pool back in March, but were asked to consider other options following a backlash from the community. However, that report revealed the cost of short-term repairs had quadrupled over that time, and there was no guarantee they would last. Rather than repair the pool, a motion from Deputy Mayor Sean Lewis suggests the city use $1.9 million to conduct reviews on replacement locations for the pool and suitable amenities for Thames Park. Built back in 1927, the Thames Park Pool is the city's only 50-meter outdoor pool, along with being the oldest and longest of the 11 outdoor pools in the city. It is also the busiest. Full council will vote on the issue next week. OPP say a 35-year-old man has been charged with careless driving following a collision between a pickup and a transport truck in Woodstock Tuesday evening. Police say the collision westbound on the 401 near Furnival Road left no one injured, but they urged drivers to pay attention to changing traffic and weather conditions while driving on the highway, especially during peak construction season. Both directions of traffic were restored around 6 p.m. last night after being closed for two hours as debris was cleared. It's back to the picket lines for about 7,400 B.C. port workers. Members of the International Longshore Workers Union Canada resumed their strike early last night after their leadership changed its mind and rejected a mediator's tentative agreement that ended a 13-day strike last week. President Rob Ashton says the union's caucus does not believe the deal can protect jobs and thinks the four-year agreement is far too long given the uncertainties in the industry. Federal Labour Minister Seamus O'Regan has since tweeted the government and Canadians have been patient, but this cannot go on. He released a joint statement with Transport Minister Omar Al-Gabra hinting at a possible move to introduce back-to-work legislation. They will have more to say about their options later today. And the unsolved killing of rapper Tupac Shakur has taken a new twist nearly 30 years after the star was gunned down. Las Vegas police confirmed yesterday they served a search warrant this week in connection with the unsolved killing. Shakur, one of the most prolific figures in hip-hop, was shot and killed September the 7th, 1996, in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. He was 25 at the time. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department said in a statement the search was conducted Monday in the nearby city of Henderson, but they did not say whether a suspect has been identified. It's also unclear what they were looking for. And where they were looking exactly, no arrests have been made.
Checking out the price of gas, it's a slightly cheaper to fill up in London this morning, but not by much. Gas prices fell by one cent overnight, with the average price for a litre of regular now sitting at $1.60.9. Premium went down by one cent, while diesel dropped by four cents. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costco's, where they're charging $1.51.9 for a litre of regular. In sports, Alec Manoa struggled for the Toronto Blue Jays in his first start of the second half of the season. Manoa lasted only three innings in Toronto's 9-1 loss to the San Diego Padres. Matt Chapman drove in the Blue Jays' only run. The Jays play the Padres again tonight. You can hear the game on 980 CFBL starting at 7 o'clock. The NHL says it is not planning on following the NBA's footsteps by creating an in-season tournament. The NBA recently unveiled plans for a tournament within the season similar to what they do in soccer. What the NHL could do, however, is expand their season from 82 to 84 games. However, a final decision has not been made. Checking out what happened on this day in history in 1553. 15-year-old Lady Jane Grey was deposed as Queen of England after only nine days. King Henry VIII's daughter Mary was proclaimed queen and had Jane executed. In 1692, five Massachusetts women were hanged for witchcraft. Fifteen young girls in the Salem community, as well as 150 citizens in the area, were charged with witchcraft during the greater part of that year. In 1771, Thomas Talbot was born in Malahide, Ireland, after serving as private secretary to Governor uh, John Graves Simcoe, Talbot became the official promoter of settlement in Upper Canada. He settled portions of 29 townships in southwestern Ontario along the north shore of Lake Erie. In 1843, loose knee-length women's trousers were introduced by their American creator, Amelia Jenks Bloomer. They became known as Bloomers. In 1894, the man who slashed dinner preparation time for millions was born in Howland, Maine. Percy Spencer invented the microwave in 1945. In 1921, Prohibition came into effect in Ontario. In 1924, High Bell of the St. Louis Cardinals pitched two complete game victories over the Boston Braves. In 1937, Canada's first bilingual currency was issued by the Bank of Canada. In 1940, the Canadian House of Commons passed the Unemployment Insurance Act. In 1951, a probe was launched in Quebec City into the disappearance of a cannon that had been captured by the British from the Americans back in 1776. Americans were suspected, but turned out that officers of the Royal Canadian Air Force had taken the cannon from the Citadel as a joke. In 1965, the Yukon and Northwest Territories were represented for the first time at a federal provincial conference. In 1980, the opening ceremonies of the Olympic Summer Games took place in Moscow. Canada, the United States, and other Western countries boycotted the Games to protest the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. In 1981, hailstones the size of tennis balls caused millions of dollars of damage near Toronto. In 2006, 15-year-old Jenna Lambert of Kingston became the first woman with a disability to swim across Lake Ontario. She was born with cerebral palsy and could not use her legs for the swim. And on this day in 2021, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that women's basketball player and London native Miranda I.M. and men's rugby sevens player Nathan Hirayama would be Canada's flag bearers for the opening ceremonies of the Tokyo Olympics. Happy birthday to Adrian, who turns 48 today. You share a birthday with Brian May of Queen, who turns 76. 
Director Adam O'Goyan is 63. Anthony Edwards turns 61. Benedict Cumberbatch is 47. And UFC fighter John Bones Jones turns 36. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca. 